It's the DMV Dine-In Podcast, where we highlight the best restaurants, featuring the most talented chefs and bartenders, top restaurant owners, and the savviest local foodies in the DMV. I'm your host, Elena Spinola. Come dine with us, DMV style. Hey, DMV diners, thanks for joining us for another great episode of the DMV Dine-In Podcast. We're thrilled to bring our love of the DMV food scene to you. I am super excited about the restaurant we're featuring today. Located in North Bethesda's Canopy by Hilton in the Pike and Rose development, Hello Betty is like a California foodie vacation with an emphasis on the Chesapeake and Mid-Atlantic cuisine. Today, we're sitting down with Matthew Kane, General Manager for Food and Beverage at Hello Betty. Hello, Matthew. Let's How are get, you? I'm doing great. How are you doing today? So far, so good. It's a beautiful day. It's uh, a gorgeous patio day. Patio is uh, open and ready for business and uh, looking forward to a great weekend. Yeah, man, that patio is beautiful. I love that ship out there. Yeah, we're, we're very fortunate to have such a unique space kind of right here in the middle of Pike and Rose and really gives us a really great opportunity especially in the summertime uh, as the weather starts to turn for us yeah what and and i mentioned it's like a little oasis up here because it's it's down off the street and you come up here and see this very large as you said very unique space it's really beautifully done much much appreciated we put a lot of pride and and really love the the emphasis on the aesthetic i think you said it best really trying to kind of maximize that that California beach feel and and that that kind of brand vibe yeah that's something that we really really put a lot of attention to and uh, I think it's worked out really well for us I think you've done it very well and speaking of which this is Hello Betty's second location your first one's in California is that right correct in Oceanside yeah Oceanside cool and um, we talked a little bit but just tell us a little bit more about the inspiration overall of Hello Betty absolutely so the the initial brand is in Oceanside San Diego right on the water and Hello Betty was actually a play on a, a classic 50s and 60s beach term uh, a Betty was a, a surfer chick yeah you know the concept worked very well very similar in terms of design aesthetic very similar in terms of their outdoor bar programming and we felt that the concept as a whole would work well in this market obviously we are not that close to the beach obviously we are not that close to uh, the waterfront so to speak so our focus is really on taking those California vibes and that California aesthetic and making them more appropriate to the mid-Atlantic and to Maryland so throughout our menu you'll find a lot of similarities and a lot of key changes that we've made for for the purpose of our market you know whereas we might lean more towards the street taco and the margarita with our Oceanside location our focus is going to be more on the crab cakes more on the fresh fish from the from the bay in the Atlantic you know we have a a section of our menu dedicated to crushes which is not something you might have in California but it's something that we think is very reflective of where we are yeah well it makes a lot of sense and it sounds like a really great marriage of the original content for Hello Betty and the food in the California scene but also you know we've got our water stuff going on in here too like you said our our crabs you know we are known for our you know crabs and our crab cakes on this on the east coast if you will so absolutely and and you'll find uh you know, when you when you visit us, you know, even even so far as our servers, we want to give off that impression. We just want to give it off in a different way, less of a surfer vibe mm-hmm. and more of like the the boating vibe and the dockside vibe that you would get more traditionally in a Chesapeake Bay or Mid Atlantic seafood restaurant. Um, and I think that that is really kind of where we've kind of veered right a mm-hmm. little bit to make it more in line with what is representative of, of the greater Maryland.
Maryland area and Mid-Atlantic as a whole. Sure. Like I said, I think you guys did a great job at that. Uh, let's jump in and talk about your amazing menu here sure. at Hello Betty. Let's start with the small plates. What are some of the highlights of your small plates? Well, again, you know, most of our menu is really built around seafood. I can tell you that some of the big things for us are fresh oysters on the half shell, which we sell hundreds of a day. We always feature oysters from both the east and west coast, so it gives those people an opportunity, you know, it gives our guests an opportunity to really sample two very unique flavor profiles while really diving into something that makes Maryland, Maryland. We have obviously crab all over our menu, right? Uh, We do crabby deviled eggs, which are, they kind of fly out of the building. And then we really want to throw back and have ties to the the market, right? So we, mumbo shrimp, which is something we do during happy hour. We sell a lot of them and that's with our house made mumbo sauce, which again is a homage to uh, the DC market. Yeah. And then, you know, really any way we can get seafood in front of people, whether it's scallop crudo, whether it's ceviche del dia, which is actually a Hello Betty Oceanside kind of standard item. And it allows us to really change and offer some variety within that menu item. A lote, you know, mm. a little little throwback mm-hmm. to that Southern California vibe. So, you know, our goal is to really kind of mesh those two worlds, especially in the starters starter section of the menu for us. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the oysters. I guess that's part of your raw, bo- raw bar experience you have. Um, you also have a large and extensive list from the surf. We do. So we we designed our menus. When we designed our menus, we wanted to really be akin to the traditional seafood houses that you would find throughout the Mid-Atlantic. So you'll find our menu is really divided into a from the surf section and then like a house classic section. And that from the surf section is representative of the freshest fish that we can bring in based on seasonality. Mm-hmm. You know, right now we're doing black grouper. We're doing rockfish, obviously, which is a, a Maryland, the Maryland I've never heard fish. of black grouper. Yep. So traditionally you'll see black grouper, red grouper, two very similar Hmm. fish really just depends on the seasonality and, you know, and, and what's available at the time for us. Black grouper tends to be a little bit meatier, a little bit larger of a a species and the flavor profile tends to be a little bit richer, fairly, fairly thick, but the outside, the, the skin of the fish is actually black as opposed to a light red. That's where it comes from. Okay. We do a stuffed flounder dish, which is very popular. Again, when we do the From the Surf, it's really about focusing on items that are within a couple hundred miles of our location. We don't want to be doing fish that are native to California or fish that are, you know, we're getting imported from, you know, somewhere in Asia or somewhere that it just doesn't fit what we're really trying to be. We want to be representative of the fish that fishermen in this market would would bring in. Absolutely. And, and that's really what that section of the menu has uh, allowed us to do. Cool. There's a section of your menu that really caught my eye, the steamer pots. You know, that's kind of an ode to the classic fish and seafood houses of the East Coast. Now, obviously, you see these a lot more in the New England area, Mm -hmm. but it gives us an opportunity to to give those people who can't decide what they want a little bit of everything. We have four steamer pots on our menu. Each one focuses on a different kind of geographical area. So we have our local, which is really featuring crab. We make it with Natty Bow out of Baltimore. It's Old Bay driven, right? These are the Maryland flavors. Yeah. We have a low, low country which is more in line with the traditional New Orleans or, you know, southern seafood boil. Andouille, shrimp, uh, crawfish, mushrooms, all those flavors. We have the nor'easter, which, again, is that traditional New England steamer pot. Lobster, clams, mussels. We actually use Sam Adams Boston Lager to flavor that. And then the classic, which is everyone's classic white wine, garlic, you know, the Montmunier type pickup. So a uh, little something for everyone. And again, for the, that person who can't decide exactly what they want, 
it gives them the opportunity to taste a little bit of everything. And uh, we've we yeah. found that they actually work not just as entrees for one person, but uh, as, as shareable items for the table. Yeah. So. It's a fun, festive thing to eat with people. Uh, that's what I love about it. Agreed. And, and you know, the, the great part about Maryland seafood is really that, that social aspect. That's I think seafood in general, but especially when you get into the, you know, the shellfish and, and things like that. The part of part of what makes that Maryland experience uh, so great is that social aspect, right? Sitting around a table with your family, whether you're eating crabs, whether you're doing crawfish boil, and we're, we're pouring beers and and just enjoying enjoying that time, and that really gives us that opportunity to kind of create that moment. Yeah, you mentioned beers. Your beer list is so extensive, and so is your your. Um, you know, I think I saw tequila, plenty of tequila and rum. You have a really great cocktail list too. You know, for us, especially being in Pike and Rose, and just being in this market, and this goes to the same thing that we would say about the food when we're designing menus. We want to make sure that we're putting things out there that are going to cater to the largest group, while allowing us to showcase the showcase the best product. So our cocktail menu, nothing overly difficult, nothing overly fancy. It's about uh, finding flavors that work well together and best illustrate what we're trying to be as a restaurant. You know, whether you're talking about cocktails that are on our menu, you know, we have the spicy little thing, which is a Serrano infused Paloma, tequila Paloma, you know, a pretty in pink, which is rum and rhubarb and rosemary, nice, nice bright spring flavors. We've already talked about the crushes and to your point, the beer, you know, for us, and, and this is something that I've carried with me for a long time in a, in a lot of different places is we want to be representative of our market, right? And one of the things that the Maryland, D.C. and Virginia area does really well is craft brewing. So if you take a look at our taps, with the exception of a couple things that are, are kind of brand specific, uh, we always have Pacifico. We're very much involved with the local craft beer market, ensuring that we're having a good representation of all of our local brewers. So you're going to find your seven locks on tap. You're going to find your denizens and true respite, jailbreak, and, and all those words. And we're going to have them all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And I think your beer connoisseurs love that, that, that you're pulling from local sources and that's yeah. really great. Yeah. I think, I think whenever you're doing menus for, for really any restaurant, you have to be able to capture what makes your space special and what makes your space unique. You know, I think there's a lot of great beers that are available nationally, but you can in a lot of cases, get them anywhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we want to be able to offer people things that they can't really get anywhere else. And especially, obviously, we're in a restaurant that's open to the public, but we are attached to the beautiful Canopy Hotel. For our travel, our guests that travel in from out of state, it gives us an opportunity to present products to them that they can't find, which is a really just unique and fun opportunity. Yeah, it probably enhances their experience traveling here to this part of the world. That is the goal. Yeah. Right? Um, do you have a happy hour here? And what time is that? We do. We actually do happy hour seven days a week. So we do happy hour from three o'clock to six o'clock Sunday through Thursday we also offer some happy hour features that will actually extend through service whether that's half price pitchers of rum punch our house sangria discount crushes burgers and beers you know we, we try to make we try to make every day here something that is worth your time just to come out to take advantage of we do have a dedicated uh, menu but we do $4 draft beers, $5 house wines, $6 small cocktails during happy hour, and then we have a dedicated happy hour menu. One thing that has been huge for us, much to my oyster shucker chagrin, is we do buck shuck during happy hour. So those oysters that are typically $3 a piece during regular dinner time, we do for a dollar a piece during happy hour. So Awesome. Uh, I know we, where I'm coming for my next happy hour. We shuck a lot of oysters between yeah. 3 and 6 o'clock. Oh, that's awesome. Um, you also have an amazing brunch menu I saw for... Sundays. We do, Tell us and about that. we are actually very excited. We have a new brunch menu coming out this upcoming Sunday. Any restaurant that wants to present itself as a 
as a full service restaurant has to have a solid brunch has to have a solid uh, breakfast option especially on the weekends brunch you know for a lot of markets is very quickly becoming another dinner period in terms of desire to Mm -hmm. to to visit and in terms of accessibility options so for us it's really about again like we talked about kind of covering that gamut of what people are expecting when they go to a, a traditional dining experience all while recognizing that food needs to be served quickly right because it's breakfast you know people want really great food quickly and i understand you have an extra fun type of brunch every fourth sunday fourth sunday of every month we do partner with uh absolutely dragulous and and montgomery county pride moco pride to host drag brunch here at the restaurant from 12 to 2 it is a free event we just ask you make reservations through open tables so that we can make sure we're not overdoing it yeah but it's a great event and we've we've been partnering with them for the better part of the last year it's mutually beneficial i think it really represents a sage hospitality and kind of their core values very well as, as well. Yeah, and they're a lot of fun. I've I've not been here, but now it's on my radar, but I've been been to different drag brunches in the area and they're just they're just so they're, much fun. They're just a good time. Everyone's here just having fun, eating, eating good food, having some cocktails and just enjoying a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. So, it's it's a good time. That's a good time. Uh, Matthew, for anyone who hasn't been here, how would you describe the atmosphere and the vibe here at Hello Betty? Yeah, I think the atmosphere and the vibe is light, relaxed. You know, we say a lot like laid back attitude and laser focus and and that's really the vibe we want to give off we 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 can kind of talk about what what we talked about earlier which is that southern california kind of calm laid back vibe with the expectation of quality product and quality service right and uh, you can be laid back and still deliver an exceptional or top-notch experience and that's really what we're always striving towards from the minute you walk in the door here we want it to feel like kind of a different world and that's really the vibe whether it's the live plants or whether it's the light fixtures or whether it's the music or whether it's obviously the boat bar we want to create a unique experience that you're not going to find anywhere else not just in this market i mean in yeah. in the relatively larger local area. Yeah. So that, that's really our focus every single day is create that image, that that's motif as you walk in the door. That's awesome. I would say you guys hit the nail on the head. I'm, I'm all about ambiance. I love great food and you can find it in a lot of great places. And um, I mean, that's everything, right? You're great food, but I love a great ambiance to pair with that. And I see that here. It's just comfortable. It's cozy. It's beautiful. It's it's modern but laid back. I mean, it's everything you want when you're having a meal. It's just beautiful. It's we've, we've worked really hard to create an environment that can be, you can feel formal enough to sit at a table and order dinner with your family without feeling stuffy, yeah. without feeling pretentious. We're not those people. Yeah. Right? We're not, yeah. We don't want to create that kind of vibe. We want people to come in here and have fun, be able to have a cocktail, have yeah. a conversation, not feel like you, you have to be buttoned up. Uh, well, the one last thing I wanted to ask you about was um, it's a very playful dining experience here at Hello Betty, uh, but it's also backed by a passion for sustainable fishing practices. Can you tell us a little bit about the DC Surfrider Foundation? Absolutely. So DC Surfrider Foundation actually stems from a partnership that we started with our Hello Betty Oceanside location with the Surfrider Foundation in California. So we carried that over when we opened the brand here. And it's really about just giving back in, in partnership with them, whether it's events, whether it's donations from sale of certain products at the bar throughout the throughout the season. It's really just providing 
providing that donation. And, and from a giving back standpoint, it's one of several that we really take pride in. You know, we provide every single guest the opportunity to donate to No Kid Hungry on every receipt, which goes directly to them into, the, you know, into their coffers. You know, we are partnering with Chesapeake Bay Foundation, the Oyster Recovery Program. It's really hard to call yourself a seafood restaurant or a seafood forward restaurant if you can't recognize that seafood by and large, but especially in this market, is a commodity. And we have to be responsible if we're going to make sure that that is um, going to be available, not just to us, but to, to our kids and 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 future generations if we're not if we're not careful and if we're not responsible we to the very very best of our ability uh really work closely with monterey bay aquarium which provides the seafood watch awesome thank you so much for sharing that i think uh you know when when people come in customers come in they have a great experience they have great food hopefully they love it so much they tell their friends and they come back but they don't always know backstory they don't always know where, where did hello betty come from or they don't always know the charitable giving that a lot of the restaurants do which really as you mentioned, keep things thriving and you're very passionate about it. And I love being able to allow you to share the things that you guys are doing to give back uh, to the greater good and to the local economies. It's wonderful. Restaurants are very much parts of our communities, right? And we're only as successful as our greater communities and and we're only as successful as the the people around us. So I, I think it would be foolhardy of us not to in some way shape or form give back to the community that sustains us they're very they're very symbiotic relationships yeah for sure well matthew we are um getting to the end here and this is what we call our lightning round where we just love to hear from you um some of your favorites so um you ready to go let's do it all right so what is your favorite dish on the menu seafood or non-seafood uh let's go seafood (sighs) day boat scallops with uh romesco uh, and asparagus. Light. Yeah. I love scallops. Uh, and they're just, it's a beautiful dish. All right. Non-seafood? Non-seafood, the fried chicken's pretty killer. You can oh. only eat it every once in a while, but it's it's pretty killer. How, how is it served? Uh, so it's actually a whole half chicken. Okay. Uh, we marinate it in hot sauce and buttermilk, yeah. uh, double battered and deep fried. And we serve it with uh, potato salad, uh, braised collard greens, and uh, hot honey. Oh Take man, I know you're, I, I, you said you only want to eat that once in a while, but that's like something I want to eat all the time. It's pretty good. So good. Yeah. Um, okay. Favorite seafood pot on the menu. Which one's your favorite? My favorite seafood pot is probably the local. I'm a Maryland kid, right? Mm-hmm. So you give me Old Bay and Natty Bow and I'm, I'm going right. to be satisfied for a while. Favorite drink on the drink list? My favorite drink is the Pimm's Cup, not unique to us. It's a very classic drink, but to me, it's the consummate summer drink. If we're going for a unique cocktail, I would probably say the spicy little thing, which is our Serrano-infused Paloma. Mm, yum. Uh, we didn't talk about desserts too much? We did not. Favorite did not. dessert on the menu? We do Smith Island cake, which is Maryland's state dessert. I did not know that. And it was created on Smith Island, which is a populated island in the middle of Chesapeake Bay, which unfortunately, like we were just talking about with some of the, you know, climate and overfishing concerns is disappearing, unfortunately. We're losing it to the bay. But it is Maryland State Dessert is a 10-layer yellow cake with chocolate icing and chocolate ganache, and it it's pretty ridiculous if you ever get a chance. We'll see if we can't get a picture for you and your listeners to yeah. take a look at. Awesome. Uh, best seat in the house, although, gosh, I think it would be hard to find one best seat. Uh, it really depends on how many people. 
Our lounge is great if you're just coming in for a cocktail. Lots of soft seating, lots of comfortable seating. Windows overlooking Rose Avenue. Any of the tables overlooking Grand Park Avenue are great. Our private dining room is a phenomenal space. We can seat up to 16 people in there. Yeah. Well, we always love to ask this one last question, and that is we know that you have so much pride here at Hello Betty. This is your, your, your restaurant that you manage, and um, I'm sure you would love to eat here all the time. But we're also curious, since you're probably, you know, you know food, are there any other restaurants in Pike and Rose here that you love? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And I think that's one of the really cool things about Pike and Rose, especially for those people who have not made the journey or are familiar with it, is you can find everything here. And, and one of the big things that I've stressed since I've been here is we need to find our niche and so that we're just another piece in the Pike and Rose experience. So again, I think it really depends on what you're looking for. I'm a big fan of Junia, which is the ramen bar just around the corner. Summer House does a phenomenal job if you're just looking for that classic American food. There's, there's, it's a, it's a hard question because there's not really a bad restaurant in this, in this, in Pike and Rose. Well, thank you so much, Matthew. This has been a lot of fun. We really appreciate you sharing all the great things about Hello Betty. Um, so thank you again for having us. It's been my pleasure. We appreciate you coming in. Sure. We want to thank our listeners for listening and go ahead and listen to our podcast give us a like give us a review also you definitely want to check out hello betty where can people find you on social media you can find us at hellobettybethesda.com uh we're on instagram we're on facebook uh you can certainly visit us at our website find out everything that's going on including those drag brunches uh seafood boils coming up this month our crab feasts start next month Uh, We always have something going on here. Awesome. Well, you heard it here. There's always something going on, so check them out. Until next time, I'm Elena Spinola. Thanks for dining with us DMV style. Cheers.